Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearance shall he judge, nor by hearsay shall he decide. But he shall judge the poor with justice and decide aright for the lands afflicted. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Lord God, how great you are, clothed in majesty and in glory, wrapped in light as in a robe. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. How many are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you have made them all. All the earth is full of your creatures. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. All of these look to you to give them their food in due season. You give it, they gather it up. You open your hand, they have their fill. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. You take back your spirit, they die, returning to the dust from which they came. You send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. <clears throat> The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came to Nazareth where he had grown up and went according to his custom into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read and was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. Jesus unrolled the scroll and found the passage where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year 
acceptable to the Lord. Rolling up the scroll, he handed it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue looked intently at him. He said to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke highly of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. At this time of year, friends, it is customary in many places to have a red mass. A mass, as we are doing now, votive mass to the Holy Spirit, to ask the Spirit's descent, to ask the Spirit's inspiration and guidance on all students as they have undertaken now a new academic year. Different parts of the country, of course, start at different times. Some have been in school already a number of weeks. Others are just getting started now. And then, around this time of year, the various sessions of courts resume with the important deliberations and judgments that need to be made in the courtrooms. The Supreme Court of the United States in a, just a couple of weeks, a few weeks, beginning of October, will begin their term. And so we ask the Holy Spirit to come upon judges and justices and their staffs and the attorneys why? Because of the need to do what the first reading said. Not by appearance shall he judge, nor by hearsay shall he decide. He shall judge the poor with justice and decide aright for the lands afflicted. The activities that go on in courts, the activities that go on in classrooms, need the guidance of the Holy Spirit. When it comes to courts, it's a question of discernment, of judgment. Seeing things objectively, seeing things in the proper way, not being led astray by one's own ideas or one's own passions or one's own feelings or one's own wounds. Not to put the thumb on the scale of justice. This requires an incredible amount of Self-discipline requires a deep virtue. And the Holy Spirit, of the many gifts that he gives, and the traditional seven gifts are mentioned in this passage in Isaiah 11 that we read, include counsel. The Spirit enables us to make the right judgments. The Spirit of counsel. When we talk about God as the spirit of wisdom, we're talking about seeing the world as he sees it, seeing it from his perspective, rather than the narrow perspective of what helps us, what hurts us, what do we desire. Spirit of, of understanding. Do we understand the truths that God has revealed? spirit of knowledge means do we understand created things? What has God put into the universe? He has put a meaning into everything that he has created. 
What is that meaning? Spirit of strength. We need strength against the forces that would lead us away from God, that would diminish even our desire to do what is right. Fear of the Lord. Lord, we do not want to depart from your way. That's what we fear. We fear losing you. We don't fear that you, O Lord, are against us. You are very much for us. We fear what we can do being against ourselves. We fear how we can harm ourselves. We fear losing you. We fear missing you. We have dealt in this country for decades now with the problem of judicial activism more perhaps than at any other time in our history. Judicial activism meaning that judges sitting on courts, many of them unelected, unaccountable to the people. Why? Because they're not supposed to be setting policy. Nevertheless, take, up, take it upon themselves to set policy even contrary to the will of the people. So in other words, the people pass a measure by voting on it by the hundreds of thousands or by the millions, and then one judge overturns that, imposing his or her own preferences and policies. You know, the decision that came out the end of June from the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade expressed a great amount of wisdom and humility, asserting over and over in that decision that we justices are not supposed to impose our own policy preferences on the people. The policies that get enacted for the people need to get enacted by the people, not by the judges. This requires the wisdom of the Spirit. This requires the strength from God. This is why we offer prayers at a Mass like today's for the judges and the courts around our country. We also offer the prayers today for the classroom. Education is supposed to be about not only teaching the students the truths that they need to learn, and the truths that they need to learn should be the basics. How to read, how to write, how to add and subtract, reading, writing, arithmetic, and reason how to think, logic. We have so lost the ability to think. We have so lost an understanding in our society. You just need to watch uh, TV for five minutes. We have lost all understanding of logic. What is a logical fallacy? What follows from one thought to another, what follows logically and what does not? It's completely out the window. And just a little bit of learning of logic can really help to clarify public debates. We pray for the Holy Spirit in the classroom that first of all, all those who are engaged in the process of education will understand what it's for and then we'll carry it out properly. Education, which means to lead out, 
is meant to lead our children out of a selfish way of thinking and living and into a life of virtue. Now, it's not that the school takes the place of the school of virtue, which is supposed to be the family, the school of virtue, which is supposed to be nourished by the church. No, we're not saying that, but we are saying that education is meant to lead us in the direction of understanding and embracing what is good, understanding what is true, and embracing what is good, forming character, one of the reasons in our schools that there are teams and, and sports activities is to build that character, teamwork, cooperation, competition, fairness. There's a lot here, and there's a lot for which we need to pray. And ultimately, whether it's in the court or in the classroom, the Holy Spirit is accomplishing in His people the great work of salvation. Notice that both in the first reading, where it's, it's talking, of course, about the Messiah, the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon Him, the coming Messiah. And then in the Gospel, Jesus, quoting from another passage of Isaiah, says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on Him. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The first reading talks about the gifts he brings. The, sec the gospel talks about the mission he imparts. Set the people free. Free from sin, from selfishness, from narrowness, from blindness, from darkness. Set them free. And secure justice, protect their rights, starting, of course, with life. Upon whom is this spirit resting? So when Isaiah is foretelling the Messiah... The Spirit, of course, is resting upon Him. But remember, He is the head. We are the members of the body of Christ. So when these readings talk about the Spirit resting on Him, it's talking about the Spirit resting on us because we are part of Him. We are members of the body of Christ. We are branches on the true vine. We are living stones in the living temple of Christ's church, the Spirit is upon us. And the Spirit has been given to us in baptism, strengthened in us by confirmation, and comes to us every day. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. We are recipients of these manifold gifts of the Spirit. Let's welcome them and nurture them and ask that they always grow in us the wisdom, the understanding, the counsel, the knowledge, the fear of the Lord. And we have a mission to let the oppressed go free, to intervene for the helpless, to save the weak and the unborn, to do justice. As a church, we have the Spirit. May all those in the church who exercise roles, especially in the courtroom and in the classroom, today be blessed Today be filled with an extra measure of that Spirit. May they always enjoy the support of our prayers and our counsel and our input and feedback. Parents especially, be active in knowing what is happening in the classroom so that you can make sure that it is education and not indoctrination. And let's make sure that in these upcoming elections, whether we are electing school boards or judges that we're putting the right people 
in those places who will follow the guidance of the Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful. Kindle in us wisdom and love. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.